I'm Kyle Rice, awful test taker turned physical therapist and standardized test coach for over 5,000 physical therapists worldwide. It wasn't that long ago that I struggled with anxiety, lack of confidence, and the fear of failing the NPTE. Fast forward through the challenges, the 13 standardized test failures, and many lessons learned, and you'll see the life I have today, a life filled with love, financial freedom, and a dream job that allows me to change lives every single day. I created the NPTE Clinical Files podcast to give you simple, actionable strategies along with a step-by-step walkthrough of NPTE-based questions. All of this so that you can dominate your exam like I did and achieve your dream. So if you're a driven PT student who's looking to pass the NPTE and start creating a life you love, you're in the right place. Enjoy the show. For this week's clinical file, we have Burton, and Burton is a 45-year-old male patient with a long-standing history of hypothyroidism who presents with complaints of increasing fatigue, cold intolerance, and muscle stiffness. Physical therapy examination reveals slowed reflexes and generalized muscle weakness. Which intervention should be prioritized in this patient's treatment plan? So we have A, high-intensity resistance training. B, aerobic exercise for endurance training. C, gentle stretching and range of motion exercises. And D is balance and proprioception training. All right, y'all, let's go up to the top of this question. This is going to be one of your more traditional type of questions that you'll see on the MPTE. As you saw last week, hopefully you were in attendance on last week's episode. We went through a clinical scenario that had a couple questions that was attached to it, right? So today we're just going to be going over one of the one-off questions that you will also see on the MPTE where it's just a straight up question and we need to work through it figure it out, get down to that answer choice, destroy the question and move on, all right? So that's what we're gonna be doing here today, all right? And as we go throughout the month and throughout the next month, you'll see me going back and forth, giving you a taste of clinical scenarios and those questions, but then also your traditional one-offs, right? So that way we get a little mixture and you make sure that you walk into the MPTE well-rounded. Does that sound good? All right. Now, before I jump into that, I got something special for you. You want me to tell you? It's a little bit of good news. All right. So I don't know if you are a part of my free Facebook group right now, but what I need you to do is I need you to join. I'm going to tell you why. So what I've done is I've actually wanted to put together a document for my people who are taking the exam in 2024 or beyond a document that has some very realistic mock NPTE questions that are more clinical scenario-based. It's really great to listen to me go through it here on this podcast, but to be able to look at it while you're on clinicals, while you're studying during break at work, wherever you're at, it's really nice to actually look at it and solve it for yourself, all right? So I created a nice document. It has like four clinical scenarios on it and then the questions as well that go with each one of them. So I built it out free for you. I'm calling it my free sample pack of clinical scenario questions, all right? So if you want that, I am giving it for absolutely free to everybody who joins my Facebook group. All you have to do is join it and then request access to it. Tell us that you want it and then we'll shoot it over to you, all right? So that'll give you some extra practice 
You got it. That's what your boy's here for to help you out. Cool. Join that group, www.mptegroup.com. Lock it in your phone right now. Join that. And then, like I was telling you, not only are you going to get those sample questions, but I'm in there every single week. I'd love to meet you on one of my live trainings. My goal is to be able to give you that guidance that you need to walk into the amputee with confidence and destroy that thing. All right. So definitely join that group. I'd love to have you a part of it and just take your MPT prep to that next freaking level. Let's get it. All right. (laughs) So let's go ahead. We're going to take a look at this question. We're going to break it down as we traditionally do. All right. And we're going to start up here at the top. It says Burton is a 45 year old male patient. All right. So keeping that in mind, 45 year old male patient with a longstanding history of hypothyroidism who presents with complaints of increased fatigue cold intolerance, and muscle stiffness. So I'm going to go ahead and stop there. Let's do a quick recap to make sure that we're all on the same page with this whole hypothyroidism. Okay, so typically I will see like hypothyroidism in females. Same thing with hyperthyroidism. I tend to see that in females, but you can see that in males as well. So that's one of the things that I'm kind of clued into here. For those of you who are not familiar with hypothyroidism, Anytime you hear hypo or hyperthyroidism, I want you to think of metabolism. And every single time you think of the word metabolism, I want you to think of like breaking down different elements and nutrients for fuel. It's like an engine almost, right? Thinking of it in that way. And so when a person has hyperthyroidism, it's like the engine is rapidly going, right? It's overworking. And so the person tends to burn a lot of their fat, burn a lot of the glucose that's in the bloodstream, like just burn, 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 because the system is overworking. And therefore that person tends to be someone with heat intolerance, someone who also tends to have more of a slimmer build to them, that sort of thing. Now, this patient in the question has hypothyroidism, which means that that engine is doing what? That engine is going a bit slower, right? That engine is is lacking a bit, sluggish. And so this person tends to be overweight. They could be obese, things like cold intolerance, fatigue, you know, lack of ability to have like the energy to do things, you know, is very consistent with a patient with hypothyroidism. That's what's going on here. So that's the connection that I want you to make is with this whole metabolism word, okay? So it says that the person has a longstanding history of hypothyroidism, and they present with increased fatigue, which makes sense, cold intolerance, and muscle stiffness, all right? So these are three major things that we want to keep in mind because these are major issues that the patient is presenting to us with, okay? That's going to come back later, so make sure you remember that. Now, let's continue forward. It says, physical therapy examination reveals slowed reflexes and generalized muscle weakness. Again, something very consistent with hypothyroidism. If you're not taking notes right now, I definitely would be. You know, if you're driving, definitely get to the clinic. Take these notes down. Review this stuff because it's highly likely that hypothyroidism comes up on your MPTE. You need to know these major signs and symptoms. So let's review these again. Hypothyroidism, increased fatigue, cold intolerance, muscle stiffness, generalized muscle weakness, and even slowed reflexes. All right, so we have a really nice clinical picture. I'm telling you everything that we just learned right now is consistent with hypothyroidism. 
what you need to know for the MPTE. Now the question, the question stem. It says, which intervention should be prioritized in the patient's treatment plan? Let's pick up on that a little bit, people. It says, should be prioritized. Which one should we be primarily focused on or focus on first? Not to say that we wouldn't do the other ones. It's just which one would we focus on first or initial, right? And that's where my brain is going here. So for those of you on the podcast, let me go through the answer choices again. And I want you to pick one and be certain about it, okay? A says high-intensity resistance training. B says aerobic exercise for endurance training. C is gentle stretching and range of motion exercises. And D is balance and proprioception training. All right, what do you got as your answer? Go ahead and yell that out right now. And let's break it down piece by piece. We're gonna go with A first. A says high intensity resistance training. Okay, so as I'm thinking about that, high intensity resistance training. The first thing that kind of popped in my mind when I read that was HIT training, right? High intensity interval training or HIT training, right? And so I'm like, ah, I don't know about that. You know, it's high intensity resistance training. Would you do that with this patient? So some people will select this answer because in the question, it does say the person has generalized muscle weakness, but we have to be a little careful here because high intensity resistance training is pretty aggressive and might be a little bit too strenuous for this patient with hypothyroidism who's experiencing fatigue and muscle stiffness, all right? Hypothyroidism leads to that slower metabolic rate and reduced energy levels, making high-intensity resistance training, all of that overwhelming and unsafe for this patient. So this is too aggressive, and you'll see this a lot when it's intervention-based questions. I teach on this all the time. That's the reason why I wanted you inside of our Facebook group. We teach on this, that... When you get an intervention-based questions, a lot of times they will have an answer in there that is too aggressive, too strenuous, and they'll have an answer in there that is just too light, not going to really produce the results that you're looking for. And those are more your distracting answers that you can get rid of, right? I mean, you got to be careful. It's not in all cases, right? But in the majority, vast majority of cases, you can use that little technique that I just taught you. Okay, so here I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to eliminate A right now. Let's go ahead and take a look at B. B says aerobic exercise for endurance training. Okay, let me think about this because quite a few of you selected this. What is your answer though? I'm talking directly to you. What do you feel is right here? B says aerobic exercise for endurance training. I do like it. Because it seems very innocuous, harmless for this patient. We know that they have that slower metabolic rate, fatigue, stiffness, generalized weakness. And so I'm like, ah, oh, this seems pretty light. Aerobic exercise, endurance training. But as I'm looking at this, I'm like, mm, aerobic exercise is beneficial. I would do it for the patient. It might not be the one that I'm prioritizing first, when I have a patient who's presenting to me with significant fatigue and muscle stiffness. So that's kind of in my mind. I'm going to hold on to this answer for now, but remember what the question asked you for. It said, which intervention should be prioritized, meaning first. 
So let's take a look at some of the other answer choices here and see if there's one that I would do or prioritize before aerobic exercise. C says gentle stretching and range of motion exercises. Were you between B and C? (laughs) Because when I looked at it, you know, I was really between B and C initially. You know, as I look at C, I actually really like this one. It does say that the patient has muscle stiffness. That's one of the major, you know, complaints of the patient, right? So I like the idea of gentle stretching. Notice it doesn't say aggressive stretching or anything like that. So I'm like, okay, I like that. And then it says range of motion exercises, which also assists with that. Okay. So it's, it's really helping out with that muscle stiffness part. We know it's not too strenuous. Does it really help with things like the increased fatigue and all of that? Well, I would say this type of activity will make it less likely to produce more fatigue. So in a sense, it's indirectly helping that. All right. So anyway, I do like C. I do feel like this is a way to help with the muscle stiffness. I do feel like this is an exercise that wouldn't be overwhelming for the patient. So I like it. The question is, which one would you prioritize for this patient? Aerobic exercise for endurance training. Notice it doesn't just say aerobic exercise. It says aerobic exercise for endurance training. And I'm like, nowhere in the question really does it say much about there being an endurance problem. So I feel like C is still something I would prioritize over B. Hold on. Let's take a look at D. D is in dog. It says balance and proprioception training. You know, as I'm looking at this, I'll be straight up very quick with you here. I don't like D. And the reason why is because nowhere in the question does it really talk about balance or proprioception based problems. Now, the patient may have these. I'm not saying this is a bad thing. It's just in the context of the question and what they're telling me, this isn't a major problem. So I'm not going to prioritize this over the other things that are listed as answer choices. So I'm going to eliminate D as in dog, balance, and proprioception training. So this leaves us back with B as in boy, which was aerobic exercise for endurance training, and then C, gentle stretching and range of motion exercises. I'm going to tell you right now, the one that I feel is the best answer, the one that I would prioritize is going to be gentle stretching and range of motion exercises. Answer C. Again, I don't like B as being the primary one because although aerobic exercise is beneficial, it might not be that initial priority because the person is experiencing that significant fatigue and the muscle stiffness, right? When I really think about it, it does say aerobic exercise for endurance training. And in the question, it doesn't really say anything about endurance being a primary issue for this patient. Therefore, I'm like, ah, I just don't like it. If they had just put aerobic exercise, I would have been like, ooh, this this is kind of tough. It's kind of tough, you know? But the fact that they added in that for endurance training, I'm like, ah, I don't like it. So I'm going to go with C as my final answer here, gentle stretching and range of motion exercises. I expect that this would be the right answer on the APTE. This is a tough question right here. Let me tell you. These are the types of questions that get people tripped up because it's like, man, but I would do both of these. I see how both of them are the correct answer, but it comes down to this specific thing. 
It's not about what you think is the right answer. It's not what you would do in the clinic. It's not what your CI would tell you to do. It's what the FSBPT, the people who are making these questions, it's what they want. And we got to get into their minds. We got to play their game. And as frustrating as that may sound, that is how you walk into this NPTE, crush this thing while everyone else is struggling with it. All right. It comes down to understanding how to play the game. That's what we're doing here. All right. We're learning that on a very, you know, basic level, getting our feet wet. We're learning that on this podcast and on the next level, like for those of you who want to take it a step further, I want to help train you. I want to get you into my mind. I want you to be looking at these questions the way that I do. And so one fast way that you can do that is by joining the Facebook group, like I was telling you at the beginning, www.mptegroup.com, lock it in. I'll get you those sample questions, but also I'm holding a weekly live training just on test taking, but hold on a minute, getting into the minds of the people writing the test. Oh my gosh. All right. So I haven't even done like this before and you have the opportunity to be a part of that. Okay. So www.mptgroup.com, lock that in your phone right now. I would love the opportunity to meet you. I love the opportunity to help you destroy this MPTE. And listen, if you are a female right now, all right, we've been taking some data. We've been taking some data. There's about 500 to 1,000 people who passed inside of our Facebook group this past time in October, right? A lot of these people, they're females, they're type A, they love structure, direction, but they get very overwhelmed and get very anxious about not being ready or not knowing enough for the NPTE. If that sounds like you, I'm telling you, you're a great fit for what we got going on. All right. So join that Facebook group. And for my males, I got you, baby. I'm with you too. Join the group, baby. We help out absolutely everybody who struggles with standardized tests or who who has failed the MPTE. So you can join over there as well. Okay. All right, y'all let's keep crushing it. Can't wait to see you on the next one. And before I roll out, just want to let you know that we still got our cheat sheets that are out there right now. It's Thanksgiving coming up or actually Thanksgiving. This is a week later. So Thanksgiving was last week. So anyway, we have our Black Friday deals as well. For those of you who are looking to get like full cheat sheet bundles and all of that to help you study concepts in less time. Okay. So what you could do is go to www.npte cheat sheets with an S. All right. Cheat sheets with an S.com. We got the sample pack of cheat sheets, but then also you could purchase the full bundle on our black Friday discount. Do it now. All right, y'all until the next time, for those of you on iTunes, Spotify, Ghana, Overbreak, wherever you're at in podcast land, go into the show notes. I got the links in there. You can get it. Hi, this is Kyle, and thanks for downloading the podcast. I always enjoy spending this time with you, and I hope that you leave today feeling motivated and with a better understanding. Make sure to subscribe to get new mock NPTE questions each week. I deeply appreciate your support. It helps keep this mission going. And as I always say, keep learning, stay committed. I'll see you next time.